1: Hello everybody and welcome to the worldwide podcast. I didn't feel like saying those words. My name is Brennan.
0: And I'm the like commander wolf. Good enough. <laughs> I don't have any words to fumble with.
1: <laughs> yeah, you really only get a, you only got one simple line, so when I go nuts <laughs> with the amount of words, when I try to really play off that, you're kinda of sitting there being like what can I do with how my... do I <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Basically, but um... anyway, guys, we are here. We have marbles to discuss. Um, I will say this. So I remember a while ago, I was talking about how me and my friend we ranked every Mario Kart song worst to best. We are back yeah. ranking every three D Mario song worst to best, which is just. Just oh. incredible it's been it's incredible the best part about it like the first time I did it when I did it um, for the Mario Kart songs it was like all right, I saw videos of people doing rankings and I you know because I was at work and I was just putting on long music playlists to listen to so I'd listen to like top 200 Mario Kart songs that would get me through like a full couple days And um, I would, I would was upset with the rankings. I was like, I think some of these rankings are bad, you know. And there's so many good songs that are just omitted or put in the wrong place, in my opinion. So I was like, oh, I should make a ranking and then make it into a video. Eventually, I probably will release a ranking video, but whatever. Um, So that was the point that first time because I was like, eh, I just don't like these rankings. But then I had that bright idea about halfway through the Mario Kart rankings of like, oh, I'm gonna put all the best songs the top of each ranking that I do because I also did a two I did two smaller soundtracks that have less than 100 songs, along with the Mario Kart one. So I had my three favorite soundtracks, and I was like, oh, I'll just take the top half of each of these lists, or the top third, and make a little playlist. So now I was like, okay, well, what if I do more songs and discover all the best music from each of these other categories, and then they can make a fire banger OST playlist. So now we're doing three mm. Mario songs, and I'll tell you what. There are truly banging songs in the 3D Mario world. And mm-hmm. I am so excited to actually have this list where um, we've only we've done every game but Odyssey, every 3D Mario game but Odyssey, which, of course, has so many good songs because it's like one of the newer games. And, man, <laughs> some of those songs are crazy. But um, there, there are just so many good songs where I'm like, I would listen to these a lot. Like, for anyone who knows the new Bowser's Fury game, some of those songs, like when you like when you hear them in the game, you're like doing all the in-game noises and like focusing, so you don't like really listen to them as much. They're like nice, mm-hmm. but you don't really hear them. So the dude, where they have like the death metal vibe for the Bowser's Fury song, pff, man, that song is incredible. Um, obviously some of the staff, like the staff credits for 3D World, I went nuts about. I don't know, it's been kind of wonderful doing that, and I've made a really fun playlist for when I'm just at work and I need to get work done um because sometimes i'll put a stream on in the background you know and just watch like a live stream or listen to something like a podcast because if i'm doing work that's more mindless i don't have to move as fast but if i have to get work done i gotta go music playlist i just grind right so i don't know it's it's been it's been a wonderful though and dude an oh, a, a playlist now over 300 songs long just only bangers man dude the, the worst song on that playlist is pleasant right is pleasant to listen to huh the name of the song is not pleasant it's just pleasant I
0: feel like, like you mean it's called yeah, Pleasant. I think, as soon as
1: i saw your face being stupid and confused i was like i'm gonna explain that <laughs> but um yeah the best songs are just crazy but the even the worst songs are amazing um i'll have to post that i'll have to really spread that place around at some point but um yeah, so that's recent. Um, also I almost hit my goal. I've almost hit my goal of one ninety pounds. I was like one between a one fifty and one sixty, like I was saying. Or like I was around one sixty in January, beginning of January. And now I'm almost one ninety. Thirty pounds in nine months is bananas, man. I'm like a different <laughs> man. So I'm trying to hit that goal. I'm five six pounds away, I think. So that's kind of my love update and I want to get there because like I'm already looking so different and I just want to get to six pounds just so I can say I hit 190 I hit my goal and I got hmm, about a month and a week to do it so um I'm wishing myself the best on that honestly oh, good luck with that man thanks Mr. Waff.
0: <laughs> yeah it's my life uh, also somewhat music related like I've been working on that archive for Symphonica that I've been talked about a few times I've technically finished recording everything but like the last two uh, charts, uh, well, I want to go back and record one because I think I need to get a higher combo value for the ending. But also, two, like years ago, and I mean years ago, I swear I saw like a like basically whenever you get a, a high enough combo in the game, like your like an effect affects the whole band and like they changes with each com- like combo like uh, stage. Uh, I swore that a long time ago I saw them turn blue. But like I've never been to. It. I got this like the highest combo in the game is like six hundred sixty three. I've gotten to six hundred and three, and nothing has changed. They haven't. The, blue hasn't shown up. So it's like I have to get a full combo on the the longest song. Because if I don't, I will never know if I am just imagining things or if it really is there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it's
0: like like was, did I make this up? Is this not real? Have I been living a lie?
1: You probably saw it, man. You couldn't have imagined like, it. You can't imagine like, blue. It's the th-
0: the thing, there's only three saw so, those only three charts in the whole game that are over 600 in, in their combo value two of them i never gotten close before it, so I didn't achieve it myself I must have seen it on YouTube, but this game is so underground that I, I've seen like there's only like a few dozen videos on YouTube about the game That aren't mine and I've checked and none of them have what I'm looking for So either it was there and it got taken off of YouTube or it's still there, but it's so buried somehow that no matter what I type, I can't find it. That's
1: so funny, man, dude. I hope you can. So I-, I hope you have that moment where you actually achieve perfect combo and then see the blue and then freak out. That's a gaming moment.
0: That, I, that that's what I'm prepared. I was like, okay, if this happens, I gotta I, I maintain my composure because if I screw it up, then I lose the combo mm-hmm. and it's like only there for a split second. So I gotta be careful.
1: <laughs> dude, dude, that's that's the life of gaming, man. You you live for that gaming. single moment. Yeah, I mean, same with, like, jump... Well, different jump with jumpers, but same idea. I'll spend weeks, and in one case, two years and about three different fingers to finally get to the one moment of actually being able to beat a level, and, like, the reaction, that three minutes of, like, pure dopamine is just... Yeah. There's nothing better. I walk around happy yeah. every time well, I beat something is, like, new hardest.
0: So, like, the the combo of multipliers is, like, for the effects that change, like, ten, then... Twenty, then fifty, hundred, two hundred. At and then it's two hundred. It's been the same effect all the way up to six hundred. That which leads me to feel like maybe it's not there. But the thing is, the other so the three charts I have over six hundred. One of them was in the base game, but the other two were in the final song pack in the last game's last update. So maybe it's like for like they since they made them so long, it's like you know what, we'll put in an extra effect, even though it's only gonna last like maybe a few seconds of like the com the max combo in one of them is six thirty three, the other one's six like six sixty three. It's like if it if the multiplier it probably would happen at six fifty. So it's like it wouldn't be there very long if it is in the game.
1: Dude. So you think you have to try. You have to see. I, I have want to. you to at I have to it.
0: Yeah. I'm going for it. If I I don't do it, it will bother me to the day I die. (laughs)
1: It's it's, it's bothered you for four minutes of this intro, so you better get on. It has bothered me all this afternoon. I love to hear the progress in future episodes. Anyway, all that being said, guys, we got news, and then we got an episode full of Marvel-related things. So let's go hit that, um, and we'll see you on the other side of the news.
0: SPORTS FANS! I'm Commander Wolf here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News! Oh boy, there is so much to go over in just this one race, so strap yourselves in. GP-11 of Marble 1 Season 3, The Midnight Bay, is a classic track that we all know and love, and it was largely unchanged, save for the addition of the four-lane turn from the previous race. However, this would prove to be at the course's detriment, as at the very beginning, with all the marbles clumped together, Minty Fresh ended up getting stuck! The officials tried to dislodge them with a safety marble, but there was a gate malfunction. As a result, Shimmer ended up colliding with them to get them loose, sending them back in the standings, much to their dismay. Despite being lapped though, Minty Fresh still was very much a part of this race, as they were giving the lead marbles a really hard time. While there were a few other marbles who led near the beginning of the race, the main two were Iceberg and Mimo. And boy, this is the closest race we've seen in this season, and honestly, one of the closest races we've seen in Marbula 1, ever. There were several times where Mimo and Iceberg would swap back and forth, and Minty Fresh would get in between them, causing them to have an extra obstacle to try and overcome in order to get back in the lead. This fight continued all the way down to the very last lap, and after a brilliant overtake exiting the tunnel, Mimo ended up taking first, followed by Iceberg in second, and Mallard in third. Though I imagine Iceberg was disappointed they didn't get the gold, they should be very proud of the race that they gave. Looking at the individual standings, the only real change is that Orangen has taken first place over Red Eye. However, this is because Orangen has one more race over Red Eye, so they're not in the clear just yet. As a matter of fact, all six marbles from the last race are still in contention here, so definitely keep your eye on them. In the team standings, things have narrowed down tremendously. Now, only two teams remain who can win this season: the O Rangers and the Crazy Cat Size. Will our reigning champs defend their title and become the first repeat champions of Marbula 1? Or will the Arrangers achieve their very first Marbula 1 victory? With only an 11 point gap, it's sure to be an intense race, so do not miss this finale. Well, that's all the news, thank you for listening. I'm Commander Woof, you are the best fans in the world, let's kick it on back with the podcast.
1: Alright guys, we are Thirsty. Back from the news <laughs> Thirsty during that sentence.
0: Are, Dude, that gulp. Oh we my god.
1: Thirsty. Back from the news everybody. Thank you, Waff Marble, for doing the news. Alright. Uh... We're gonna hit kick off an email so we hear what to has to say. Okay, mswpodcast at gmail.com. Email in, please. Talk. Also, Marble League's coming soon. So, for all the people that come out of the woodwork for Marble League, let's let's get uh, let's get going with that. Let's, let's start let's start preparing our hearts for that. There's going to be fantasy leagues coming back out. There's going to be a lot of very close analysis. Um, um, I don't know. That was boy, that was in my search bar. Okay, but uh, there's going to be a lot going on in that regard. So definitely. Um, Be ready to uh, hit that hard when that comes. Because there's going to be a lot there. There's going to be a lot there for Marble League. This is going to be a pivotal year, I believe, in Marble League as well. Because as we talked about about midway through this Marble League season, it seems like things are shifting. Savage Peters are not important anymore. Well, not forever, but at least in this season... You know, other teams are coming out of the woodwork showing they have potential. Who knows what's going to happen? Are the Savage Speeders going to come out and kind of reclaim their position, kind of put an end to all this uh, New Age nonsense, or is it going to really shift in a different direction? I Mm. think this Marble League will decide that more than this Marble League One will. And I think that it's going to be just... Unexpected Marble League. I just I couldn't imagine who would win. I couldn't imagine really who will be because we already had two Savage Speeder victories. We've already had a lot of veterans have have their shot in it, and it's just hard for me to imagine who's gonna come out strong this year. I mean, I didn't even think Mellow Yellow was gonna win last year. (laughs) So yeah, prepare your hearts, prepare your minds, prepare your analytical brains for this coming year's weird autumn. Marble League, by the way. Unexpected autumn Marble League, which is not likely usually for JMR, usually summer or winter, but weird choices by the channel. All right, Adu has an email. Let's get started. Adu says, A great but flawed race. In terms of excitement on track, there's no doubt Midnight Bay delivered the best action with battles going on everywhere and Team Momo's podium drought ending with a winner. Overtake with a winner over... With a winner overtake out of the tunnel on the last lap. Okay. The track didn't need changing. Bringing back the clear bridge was enough. And I like how they put that little uh, kind of connects protector on it so no marbles would fall off or anything. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of surprising that the new layout offers so many passing points. Sad to see this track may be on risk as the Wisps are tanking and may even be passed by the Pinkies, who, well, the Pinkies have been crazy lately. However, Mini Fresh yeah. and Dash were swapped on the starting grid, with the maniac getting stuck on the quad split entry. I don't think they stopped because of the swap. It has to do more with track design. You bet it has to do with track design. Can't wait to get mm-hmm. into that, guys, right? Unfortunate to see this not being caught by the stewards here of all races, but I believe this issue will be addressed soon.
0: I do think it will be addressed soon.
1: Let's talk about it. Yeah, we'll Thoughts? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, so there's something that I really should mention. Like last episode in the live chat, and like, uh, there was someone called Algo Sonic Racing who said, "Like, what if the marbles got stuck in the four-way lane, uh, like the four lane, like the Muller corner?" Speak of the and devil! Like, and, 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 and like, you like, you, you like, acknowledge them with like arrows, like point like this in the chat. But, like, I was like, I was going to say, like, what is this really? But like, you know what? This is so unlikely. It's not even worth bringing it up. I'm eating my, my own, like, it's my own thoughts here. you They were so right. They were so right. They, too, get stuck. I thought, oh, no, it's slanted enough. No matter what happens, they'll be able to roll down. No, they were totally right. Like, because it was so early in the track and they are all bunched together going slow, it was, like, they just got stuck. And it's like, that's a real concern, and I didn't consider it once. No, you did not. I will say this.
1: I mentioned last week that it seemed to me that the supposed Muller Corner Pathways, because we did comparison. In JMR's video, JMR's setup were barely wider than a marble length, a marble width, I guess, in this case. While the ones in RML were way wider than a marble width and really were just different paths. I mean, there weren't like just that narrow. And I said that that can cause problems. Now, the problem it caused in the previous race last week was that marbles would, um, and this happened, of course, in this race this week too, was that marbles would bounce off the guides. They would they would not have clean entries. They didn't have that clean, crisp swing around the mother corner like you see in RML. They had this kind of bouncy and jagged and then um, inconsistent run through the turns. Mm. It almost looked like, you know, it almost looked like the... Those uh, tracks would have worked better for 14 millimeter marbles, but they uh, they had to kind of make it work with 16. That's how it felt. Even though they made them for 16, it feels like they should be for 14 or lower. And so you see this kind of uh, it's like, like forced entry, forced entry. It might be the best way to say it here of marbles as they try to get in to those pathways, almost better off just avoiding the pathways completely and just trying to bounce through them. And then they're in and out. They're rubbing on the sides. They're all inconsistent. Yeah. And then the worst happens Then a marble gets stuck in <laughs> this this marble width track. Not Well, not even in, above it. Yeah, stuck on top. Because they're not wide enough, and I just don't understand what what could well, what lack of testing with all that time they have must have gone in to that to be able to actually make that mistake.
0: Well, I, I I think it's more like how inclined it is because like like I think they were stuck at like one of, like on top of one of the dividers, not in the lane itself. So like they I don't think they expected a marble to get stuck at that spot because it was too thin. It's like there's no way this is gonna happen. Right, let's, let's, surely let's not. Let's take a
1: look. Let's take a look. You, I'm you pretty know sure what? it wasn't like actually in the le- in the Let's take a look and itself. see. Um, by the way, is that true? Did they did they put Minty Fresh in, wrong in the in the starting grid? So Minty Fresh was 17, so supposed to be left. Um, and where did they start? So
0: well, they're supposed to be, they're so, they, so Minty Fresh and the uh, it, was, it was Dash. Like they 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 they're both one place apart from each other, and in the starting grid you'll see they swapped them. They are Oh off. yeah,
1: so Mini Fresh is supposed to be one forward because she's 17 not 18. Yeah. Right. So and on this the could affect uh,
0: who knows what would have happened with a different marble gotten Man, stuck Would effect, no marble right? gotten stuck.
1: Um who knows. Who knows, but like neither here whether a marble gets stuck or not, it, there's bad track design involved here. And we're going to try to see this here if we can. Um let's see. So Minnie Fresh is in the back here coming out. She's about Mhm uh she's in third to last place here she weaves through the first couple of chicanes try to paint the picture a little bit for you she kind of loses visual on the camera because of the the grid for a second there and then she's in last place completely and then look how they come in the mullet corner oh i didn't really see it wait we have to go back it kind of gets lost in the visual there you see that
0: yeah, like, there's just so many marbles there that, like, they, they, they couldn't get through, and so they lost all their momentum. I'm trying
1: to see. I mean, it might have been on the track just out of view. I'm trying to see. We don't really get the, a nice picture on it, which is uh, just
0: perfect, JMR, isn't it? Um, I like that Edu. It's a difference between it being integrated in the track and being placed on the it. track. I can't see it. I can't see it.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's stuck on that path just outside view. Can we see it in the? No, I can't see it. Yeah. You'll, you'll, see it in,
0: you'll see it in the later shot. Like, like yeah, when like,
1: to yeah, but like, I wanted to see if I could see the actual action of it happening because that would have been interesting. But unfortunately, we cannot. But so, I mean, we'll take a look. Of course. Oh yeah, mini fresh right there at the entrance. Looks like stuck. Not like couldn't even get into the entrance. You see. Yeah.
0: 'Cause like like I think what happens like they were they were so bunched up with all those marbles that like they just got lost all their momentum and they got stuck on top of the divider. And then Yeah, like,
1: so no, it looks like they got stuck it might not even be on the tracks, but on that lip. Cause if you look at the, the pan over on the track, there's like an oh, the extra lip, like oh there's like an extra little like I think they have an extra little like cardboard piece or whatever it is underneath the track lines to kind of place that special piece, but like you can place it anywhere um Mm -hmm. and they didn't maybe didn't pad it down enough because it looked like it it was had a little upward so maybe got stuck there or got stuck just at the beginning of like hit off the um the the cardboard railings and got stuck i don't know what it is but they got stuck at the beginning Mm -hmm. um though i do think whether they got stuck inside the lanes or not i still think the lanes are too narrow and we talked about that last week without even this happening yet but it was so, yeah. Mini, mini, fresh got stuck in there. Now, I mean, that's true. There's no getting around that. That happened. The thing is that there's a lot more problems that's gonna come from that. I mean, I mean, not to mention just whatever that they may messed up the starting grid. I mean, how do you mess up the starting grid? I mean, whatever. I mean, I guess, I, I guess, yeah. just whatever. Right, I mean, I guess they're, we have to let that go. They're somewhat
0: similar in color, kind of. Maybe, like, no, they're not. Some dude, I'm
1: colorblind, and I can tell the difference.
0: <gasps> Wait, you're colorblind? A little bit.
1: <laughs> okay, episode 135. Yes. Okay, a little bit. I Just didn't a li- know that. Enough that it does affect certain situations. Certain, huh. um, like a weak deuteranopia. I am so like mild deuteranopia. So like certain colors, like reds, grays, greens, can some in certain lights look the same to me purples and dark blues Hmm. it goes in and out it's not a big deal i can see the color's fine but i will say the colorblind setting on my computer for mild deuteranopia works like a charm i like it so nice that that is that is tangential (laughs) that is tangential here though because the point being that otherwise at this point we kind of almost gloss over the fact that JMR messed up the starting gate because they're just so prone to make a mistake every race. We're like, okay, that's JMR's normal one mistake. Let's give it, we'll give it to them. Well, you messed up the starting gate, whatever. Seven, 17, 18, same number. Dash and Mini Fresh, same marble. Who cares, right? Mess up the starting gate, not my problem. Okay, so we'll give them that one. But then this, and I just don't, understand the whole process that happened after Mini Fresh got stuck. So after Mini Fresh got stuck, all the other marbles continued, of course, because they're like, Mm -hmm. I don't care. I want to win. Right? (laughs) You know, Shimmer, Shimmer was like, man... I know I'm going to come around the next lap and run into this freaking guy. I just, ah, but I'll keep going for now because I don't know what to do. I'm sure Shimmer was like that. And you know what? That's exactly what happened. And that's super unfortunate. Imagine, imagine being in first place. You find, and you know what? You know what's unfortunate? If you watch this race, if you watch that first lap, let's kind of scroll back to it here. And you, and you take a look at uh, the, the breakaway that Shimmer has here. First of all, what, what a wonder... Did you see the pass that Shimmer made on Pink Pinky Panther in that first turn? Do you see that? There, can, can we go back and so see that? I hope passes. you guys are on the YouTube with me. Oh my god, what a pass. An outside line, just speed-based pass. You don't see those often. Usually there's some sort of agility required... Dude, just just fast, just fast on the outside line, right around Pinky Panther, absolutely textbook. So it comes around. So the wonderful thing here is that Shimmer gets a huge breakaway. We're about three seconds into this race, and you see here, I'm, I'm pointing at my screen. I wish I had one of those like arrow, like like I like, get like laser point or something. Dude, <laughs> there's, two, there's about two track lengths, or at least one and a half track lengths between Shimmer and the, and Cerulean, the second place at this point. Shimmer. And it just <laughs> not Shiver. I said Shimmer. And it just kind of I heard it stays that way. So through the tunnel, still about that one and a half track lengths, they come around toward the, the bridge. It kind of closes a little bit with Mocha getting in in the action, but now Mocha is kind of also creating the separation. So it's just one marble, um, and then back another length, uh, you know, back another length to even three, four, five. So Mocha's in the mix, but then some some gap there. And then it closes a little bit as we get back to the slower section, of course. But Shimmer had a pretty good lead, a pretty solid lead, and then just nothing. And it's so unfortunate because he just knocked. It's almost like playing like billiards, you know, cue ball into like um, another target ball. Just knocked Mini Fresh right through and is is just gone for a while. It's, It's amazing that he didn't get stuck there the rest of the race. And it's just unfortunate because of how much, you know, how much of a jump, Shimmer, who doesn't usually get these opportunities, gets off to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's compounded by like something that maybe was not necessarily uh, in their control, like the the gate for the safety marble failed, so they couldn't even release a safety marble to get Minty Fresh unstuck, which wouldn't wouldn't be guaranteed, but at least then there was a chance that Shimmer wouldn't have to take the bullet.
1: Yeah, I don't. I want to go back to the safety marble here. Um,
0: and let's talk about it. So, what was said here? What was said? The gate there was a gate malfunction. So I'm assuming wiring or like the signal of a, from a, probably a button press wasn't working, and so they couldn't open the gate to release it. Let's read it. So, safety marble will not
1: be deployed. Gate issue. That yep. is, that is massively frustrating. I don't, I don't. Like I'm trying to like, man, I'm trying to love JMR here, but I, I really don't like that. I mean, I don't understand how that happens. I don't understand. in Like, if, okay, okay. If I'm JMR, if I'm JMR, and I'm recording, and this happens, I, I'm stopping and rerunning the race. I'm not even telling anyone. Listen, saying that now and knowing that that might like knowing the information we have now and saying that, you might be like, oh my God, well, that's blah, 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 blah. You can't not tell us, blah. You couldn't just rerun the race. But you know what? Listen, in most cases, I would say to be an honest Marble Sports creator, you you should never rerun races, right? You should never be like, okay, I'm going to stop. I don't like how it's going. I'm going to restart. Because, you know, you don't want to actually affect the Marbles. You don't want to actually create a situation where marbles, all marbles didn't have a fair chance. And, like, and you don't want to rerun for a certain result. You don't want to seem
0: like a few Becca. You don't want to lend a hand, right? But. Yeah, you just like, What about a red flag? Like, you would say a red flag would have been okay? Well, we'll get there. I
1: right. believe in certain situations, the discretion of a marble sports creator is very, very necessary. If I was a Marvel Sports creator in this situation, I would be like, okay, safety Marvel didn't deploy, we're, we're barely a lap in, and then when I see Shimmer, who's very much holding a nice lead, lose like seven places because he would, played pool with Minty Fresh, I mean, well, then I'm done. I'm restarting. And that's never hitting the news. That's not hitting anyone's ears except my own. That's not hitting anyone else's eyes except my own. Because I know as a Marvel Sports creator, that is a ridiculous thing to upload a ridiculous thing to do and it's not you can say oh well you know you got to run the first race and just go with it well i mean in this case there's those very special cases that marvel sports creators should have discretion so that we don't even know that this was the first race because this is a this this while the race was wonderful Mimo, pinky panther really fun to watch them battle iceberg iceberg in there i just i i can't help but think that this really hurt certain marbles, even though it was genuine first time. I can't help but think Shimmer deserved a fair chance. If you want to talk about red flags, I, I think that that's an alternative to just throw a red flag out there and be like, "All right, safety of marble failed, marble stuck. Let's throw a red flag." But there's a lot of and and listen, this is more this more really floats over to the other podcast now. Because they always love to talk about flags. I'll tell you what. They're big into flags. All, all colors. This gets wait, into what? now. I feel like every time there's a flag, it's a whole episode on BGBT.
0: How? Wait, when was the last time you listened to an episode? Because I don't remember. I mean, admittedly, there hasn't been a flag in a while. So I can't remember. No, I feel how, like wh- I feel like whenever there's a mishap.
1: Like a mishap at the beginning of a race. A flag or something like that. It's a whole episode. Where they just go on and on. I feel that that's true because I feel like that happened, like when, because um, they spent a lot of time on that qualifier mishap that we just kind of skipped over, that red flag with red eye, remember that? And we like skipped it over, and they were like, "That's a big deal," and then we're going on and on about it. And then I had, and that was the thing where they also talked about rapidly, and then he yelled about rapidly for a while. Remember that?
0: Uh, like I know term did, it, it's been dude, I have it's been a while since I've listened because like I've been so busy. I haven't listened to a lot of my podcasts. I need to get back to that. But like I, I can't confirm i don't think i think they, they definitely it's been i can't remember it's it's been too long i'm sorry to I, I normally i defend you here. i just can't remember right now i wish i've been keeping up more recently <laughs> okay well that's fine i'm well my point here is that is that um
1: usually usually we're not the ones to get too crazy with the flags but there's a lot of members of the community that that really know and stick to the rules of flags flags can't just be thrown mm-hmm. You, flags can't be just be like, all right, here's a red flag because we don't like how the race is going, right? Because it yeah, has like, to be- like there's precedent. There has to be foundation for the choice. Um, if right. you threw a red flag here, you'd hear it from half the community that pays attention still. Pays attention still, 50,000 views now only on this video, by the way. But the half the community- would be out and being like, red flag, red flag, you only throw red flag when blah, 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 you know, and it would just be, it would just be that forever. And I so... Mean, that'd
0: be kind of fair because, like, like, impressive, like, when a marble got stuck in a previous race, they didn't red flag it, they let a marble dislodge them, like, i.e., uh, Savage Beaters with the Midnight Wisps in season one. They only pulled a red flag when, like, either a major or all marble stopped, like, the Razway in season two. Yeah, so red flag's in more
1: extreme situations, and yellow flag didn't do it. If you want to tell me that this was the appropriate way to deal with this, you can't have the safety marble not deploy, because what? For what reason? If it was chosen for drama, then that is re- just stupid. Okay, if this was a choice, like, oh, we're going to purposely not let it deploy because we like the drama of it, that is so- not not well chosen. If it was actually oh,
0: stuck... I just realized... Maybe like like you're making me think about things in a normal direction. Like what if it's like they forgot to do it and it's like, oh shoot, what do we do? Well it's just say that there was a malfunction in post. They'll but like 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 it could be that you either one there was a real malfunction safety marble? or two, like they forgot to do it and that they had it, but then to just say that uh we'll just say that there was a reason we didn't do it.
1: I mean like I mean that's all well and good, but like I mean I mean that, that kind of reasoning makes a lot more sense if you don't have any time. I mean they just put one lap in just reset the cameras and start again and don't tell anyone and and remember again I'm not supporting that in most cases but in this very specific case when you have a marble who is dom it has ability to dominate first place has a great start wonderful set of racing through the first lap and then is just completely sidelined for the rest of the the event because not only was the track not made correctly with the terrible muller corners, it's a really atrocity of bootleg muller corners, plus the <laughs> fact that the safety marble was not for whatever reason, not set up correctly, not deployed correctly, ignored, forgotten, whatever it is, that's just, that's bad on them. And they should have recognized it and been like, okay, we need to make sure Auburn Marble has a fair chance. And they didn't do that. And I feel like in all cases, in this case, a, 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 a silent unknown rerun was the best way to go. Rare, but based in my opinion, in this case, if you don't think so, I mean, again, email in. I'd like to hear your take on it, but I just think that it has to be. I mean, come on,
0: you can't leave this like this. She lost seven uh, places. You're not wrong. It's like it's just a, like, I, I can see your points. It's just a, like based on precedent, I don't think it should have. And like ultimately, if, if that happened, would like there's a chance we wouldn't have had that close race we did. And, like, I don't even, like, I'm not even saying that because, like, I'm a Momo fan. I mean, like, I just wanted a really close race because we hadn't had one of those, like, really at all this season, especially this back half. This, like, like this is the first time, like, this is, the, this is the closest race we've had this season and one of the closest races we've had in the entirety of M1, mm. dude. Like, like, it was so intense. Like, it, like Minty Fresh definitely should have gotten at least one blue flag in there with how much interference it did. But it added to the drama. It's like, sometimes they would hold Iceberg back, then they'd hold Nemo back. And it's like, oh, is Nemo going to do it? Like, on the last lap, Nemo gets around front of the like, I'm going to pass you, Iceberg. And it gets it and, like right in the last lap. It's like, that was the most intense back and forth racing we've seen for the lead this entire season. Okay, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was so <laughs> good. <laughs> I, 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 dude. For a second,
1: yeah. Like uh, when
0: I when when I in there I was like I was like screaming and Chen was like yes go me go ah! I mean, <laughs> logically I mean you could
1: have had the same intensity without a a lapped marble in the mix I mean that's I, I just I,
0: sure sh- but how we know that, that that the closest of that race would have occurred again if they reran it that's Well I don't true. I don't
1: know about the closest of the race but I know Shimmer should have had a chance to be in the closeness you know he she yet he deserved an opportunity to be there just because Momo's up there doesn't mean we can just be like, "All right, well, we love Momo." I mean, come on, Wolf.
0: Well, Momo got screwed over last race because of their own, oh, own failures well, of the booster, not so you know boosters. That's not appropriate. I I, do feel bad for the I feel bad for the swarm. I do. Hmm. I really do. But man, if we re-ran it, we and, and it was just another runaway lead race. I would have been so bored. It it didn't look like it was heading that way. But we don't know. That's
1: the thing. You don't know. You don't know. But you can't just say it didn't deploy and then just let it be. You can't do that.
0: Let it be. Let it be. You
1: can't.
0: That's Uh, not to me. That's
1: unpreparedness that they're just letting go they want us to gloss over they want us to be oh my god a funny story no safety marble I mean that's not fair to a lot of marbles any Shining You're Swarm not, fan uh, any Mocha fan I got caught up in there for a second I mean any like those fans and also any other fan who just had a bad finish the race could have been completely different if first of all Mini Fresh was put in the right position and number two they restarted
0: yeah. the race they had a safety marble I mean what is going on? Like, uh, this is this race is a mess. It is both simultaneously my favorite, but also, pro- like, it has probably some of the biggest issues with it, too. Like, it's so, it's such a, it's so polarizing, this race.
1: I am polarized to, um, there needs to be more discretion on Jamal. Obviously, there needs to be more preparedness. That's unbelievable. That's, I mean, it's, it's just like, I mean, it, it really goes to show that the simple things matter. I think that's the lesson that I'm taking from Marble 1 Season 3, besides the fact that I think things are shifting in the marble world. Um, little things matter. I don't care how many goddamn mur- murals you're painting. Like I said, that mural is so good, I would put it and hang it on my wall, and I would pay well, $3,000 $3, for it. It's a great mural. I don't care if people crazy playing
0: about the mural. They don't understand art. The mural's one well, Okay, like so, the mural is great, but people are also complaining that they've used the same mural for the same race, like past like four races.
1: You know why? Because they probably spent four weeks painting that thing.
0: Yes, that's true, and I I will defend that too. But I'm sure they also have the some of the murals from other races that they have too. Like, they you have one that use, like for the, the beach one, like once. Like, uh, they definitely like. I think something they could have done is like maybe they commissioned them on the off season to make bunches of murals that have to be have for readiness, so that way they can have multiple different ones. For the whole season, so you using the same backdrop for every race well,
1: yeah but but anyway not my point my point was i mean they're <laughs> spending all this time on this stuff i mean look at all the stands look at look at the wonderful scene that's just i'm paused on here on the chrome just all the action i mean this is a beautiful picture in marble sports just you know all the little decorations the little vip seats to all the marbles in the stands the mural in the uh, background the elevator all the little Marble one signs i mean i mean the overstands far in the distance so it gives more depth i mean this is a wonderful scene the weird ghost portal question mark that too that's the, what that is. and greg was just like, i think that's greg what that was just is. like god damn i don't know man <laughs> basically uh, but like this truly a wonderful scene truly a lot of work put in but it doesn't matter this this falls short this falls on deaf ears in essence falls on blind eyes when the little things are missed I mean, cause I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, why didn't you on the race? And I'm not, and I'm not even able to sit here and appreciate how wonderful this course is or the scene in front of us because I'm like, I mean, man, like, the whole thing just ended up not making any sense. Like, I—it's—I, the little things are important. You need to make sure that if you have a safety, a safeguard for things. The re- okay the reason for the safety marble is so shit like this doesn't happen. The reason the the initial reason that they even have a safety marble is not for the fun story is so that this doesn't happen so that marbles in first place don't lose all the positions because they run into the to the 20th place marble that got stuck that's why it's there that's the point of it that's the reason the safety marble is imagined in the first place so if that doesn't work I mean that's a little thing that I don't I don't care about the mural anymore because that needs to be accounted for if you can't, I mean, another little thing, if you can't, if you can't test, take five minutes to test the track pieces you're putting on the track so that marbles can fit into them well, so that marbles can access them well, so that, I mean, they're they're taped down enough or they're implanted down enough that marbles don't get stuck on the lips. I mean, those aren't hard things to do. A little bit of clear tape and the marbles roll right over. I, I just, like, I, it's the little things. They're ignoring them. You can't put Minty Fresh in the right position in the starting gates. I mean, count to 20. Count to 20. I'll count to 20. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 14, 15, 16, 17, where many fresh should have been, 18, where dash should have been, 19, 20. Shit, okay? That's easy. That's easy stuff. You could have seven different murals that you switch out every other lap, and that really doesn't account for the fact that those little things are missed. And that's creating this kind of, this unfortunate negativity that surrounds certain races that otherwise were wonderful. Woff was right. This was one of the most exciting races of the season, if not the most exciting. I think Mellow Meadows is more exciting because Red Eye was just, Red Eye and Origin and Tumult were just plain magnificent in those races. But this was one of the top ones for excitement and it falls short. It falls on blurred eyes. I want to say completely blind eyes. It was still fun to watch, but it falls on blurred eyes because of these little things. I'm sure I'm not the only
0: one sitting here thinking this. <sighs> Dude, like, oh my gosh. like, <laughs> This is going to be a very interesting episode and I'm sure the response to this is going to be very... like, I I, I, I wonder what the communities are thinking right now. I haven't checked the community response on this race just yet. I
1: don't know, but I do want to point out... I do want to point this out. This is true. This is just true. The community dwindles every every week. I mean, you can see it in the views, and you can see and, and and if you think it's not because of some of this stuff, I'm sure there's a guy. I'm sure there's a person who leaves every week because they're like, man, they can't even get the safety marble going. Come on, man, and they, and they, it's it's not like a it's not like an immediate thing. They're not like, oh, this one thing, but it's like over time, these there's like a little thing every race this season. And the community is slowly dwindling. It's slowly going down. They still don't budge from 1.36 mil subs. Their views still don't climb because it's slowly dwindling. Because there's just all this. There's just all these these little mistakes. I mean, if you're, let's imagine you're a casual viewer, right? You're a casual viewer, right? You're just trying to enjoy Marvel Sports. You're not here for the podcasts. You're not here for mm-hmm. the crazy fantasy teams. You're not here for much of anything besides like, oh, once a week, I just like to watch this guy commentate over this craziness, right? That's what you're there for. And you don't have a lot of time in your life because you're a busy guy or a girl or whatever, right? You're just busy, but you have a little bit of time and you're like, man, this little bit of time, I just want just to watch Marvel Sports, man. just want to watch it. All right? I just want to enjoy a nice, clean, wholesome race. You picked a marble to root for. right? As a casual viewer, you're like, "You know what? I love that blue colored one, or I love that orange colored one. Just o- orange makes me happy, right? Just you're just happy, you're just happy to root for that one marble. right? Hmm. And then you and and then you sit here through this season, and you watch race after race. and every race, and th- and these aren't subtle things, I'm not like picking out the things subtly. Every race, you have this glaring, you have these glaring little things that start to add up. Oh, one time here, safety marble not deployed. Oh, one time here, marble misarranged in the gate. One time here, marble's getting stuck in the booster. One time here, you know, um, marble falls off the course, unaccounted for. You know, one time here, red flag at a random time. Let's just restart. Then you're a fan of this marble, but and you, and and you get to watch it succeed and then watch it fail because of all these little things. And then you're such a fan, like man. If that safety marble didn't come out, my marble would have won. And you just kind to get frustrated over time. Frustrated over each week when all these little things just aren't accounted for in each race. And things are just not working right. When you see marbles kind of get stuck in things that shouldn't get stuck in. And you're like, man. And especially if you're rooting for that marble. I mean, it's extra frustrating. But even if you're not. Because you, because any thinking person knows that the effect of one affects all the others. So you're sitting there and you're like, man, this, this person seems to just not have it together. So, you know, you may still love the production but your mind starts to be like eh this person uh, seems to not you know be able to catch all these 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 little things and then you just start to like not care as much as as it seems like the creators don't care anymore which doesn't mean you don't want to watch anymore but it means it's not a priority for you anymore this was a priority for viewers two years ago because JMR made it a priority because everything was accounted for. There weren't mistakes. There weren't marbles. It was rare. When marbles got stuck, it was exciting because it was so rare and it was so well dealt with. And there was all this this kind of... this. What's the word for it? There's they still a lot of time spent. They, they would release these long articles, these full, these full rule books to, to deal with the one little mistake that would happen once every maybe 10 videos because everything was accounted for. And it would, it would be, you would be amazed as JMR accounts for things you couldn't even imagine needed accounting for before they happened. And now it's like it seems like they don't care. And so if they don't care, well, look at the viewers. They're starting to not to. And I think that factors in. You think it doesn't, but subconsciously, over time, because people have busy lives and can't, and like th- th- this is just one small part of their lives. So their care, as long as they know the creator's caring, but if that starts to stop, well, so does the caring on their part. Think about that.
0: You know, you know. I am w- wondering if, so part of it, obviously, my part of my experience with this one is, was is kind of is tinted by the victory of Mimo and like the race there is like but trying to put trying, trying to put that bias aside I'm wondering if like I think my perspective is not so different because like one I maybe I'm starting to accept the the, the them slipping up more is like I'm just expecting it but another part of me is like, because I do this show and this is part of my enjoyment, like seeing mistakes of that, especially with, especially with things like the Muller corner, which comes from RML, which you have a great attachment to. It's like, oh, Brennan's gonna have something to say about this. I'm excited now. It's eh, so like, like, <laughs> so, like You know so when so I'm gonna go off a little bit. Yeah, like this episode has like almost no role play so far. Like we, like, I feel like that's, I've noticed the kind of thing our show has become less role play and more, uh, the uh, analysis of the actual real life stuff. And no. I think this just is, is naturally like, drifted to that. Well, you know why that is? I'm gonna tell you why that is right now. Because the community
1: engagement side of JMR has decreased while the mistakes have increased. The mm. the encouragement to really appreciate and dive into the pretend world of marble sports has decreased, while the clear unresolved dramas have increased. So that's caused us to focus more on Dion and what he's doing. The choices JMR makes me, each video and why they make them. And less on, oh, let's really care about what Yellow Eyes feeling on the track. I mean, and some hmm. people still hold to that. But as someone who is, I'm, I mean, I would call myself a relatively observant person, especially when I, when I try. I'm a pretty observant person. I see things and I think about things. I'm always thinking like, why, 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 right? I'm going to think about what's in my face the most and if it's like if, if if we're i mean right now the community engagement part is not very encouraged besides of course the people who write the articles which are wonderful but i'm just not a big reader but besides the people besides a few people who really um religiously engage in all those articles i mean it's not it's not encouraged and it's not a big deal it's not like a the new popular thing as much as it was like a few years ago but the mistakes are in our faces and the choices, mm-hmm. uh, when we go sometimes outside the videos to Dion and his, uh, you know, once a month bad choice, you know, he, he those are big. And so those are in our faces, and those must be discussed, and those are, the, those are the ones tickling at my mind. And sometimes I love to stop and think about Red Eye and the crazy movement he pulled off in Mellow Meadows. But, I mean, right now, JMR is keeping us from—well, they're, they're making it— harder for us to take time and look at the marbles racing and focus on the crazy things they're doing because they're throwing things at us like oh yeah safety marble <laughs> we don't have that this time i mean what come on
0: yeah like and uh, like, another thing i can is, like like the like you pointed out, like all those small errors like how they affect the race it's kind of actually reminding me of uh eric facette's early algodoo races where it's like there were massive oversights in the track design, where in, which would result in marbles going completely off course, and so they had to like basically pause the simulation, drag the marble back to where it, they think is maybe a safe, uh, a fair place, which it usually wasn't, mm-hmm. which then affects the entire result of the entire season. Mm-hmm. It's like, it infuriated me so much. It's like, what are you doing? This is terrible. This ruins the whole thing. What are you doing? And I'm I'm realizing that like that's kind of actually what's happening here, which is kind of crazy because like you would think that it would happen less. Like heck, I don't even like, but like with them having more experience now, it seems they're making more mistakes.
1: You bet. <laughs> Sonic it, racing it, it, in our chat just says rapidly is a disgrace. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks for getting me back on that train. Rapidly, man, not doing good either. Though I promised to do, I would hold off for at least a little bit, not yelling about that. But I will say, he better not be back next season.
0: I mean, oh, well, they're they're calling you back. you said apparently you said Mellow Meadows was the turning point, and this race proves it. What happened to Mellow Yet Meadows? Um, it's been a while. She he, okay. So he's saying
1: Mellow Meadows was the turning point, and this particular race proves it. Well, we talked about it in Mellow Meadows. I'll tell you what me talked at length in mellow meadows that there was a very there was this distinct man can i do words yeah there was (laughs) a distinct possibility right that there was a new era of marble sports coming where it was not going to be the same five teams being in the same five spots it was going to, no, not quickly necessarily, but begin to shift. And if it began to shift, if the new era was truly coming now, then Mellow Meadows would be the starting point. It it, would, it shows in the standings and, and whatnot. Now, he now Sonic is saying here that he agrees. Based on this race, he really agrees. Now, I will say, a lot of unexpected teams took up the top um, uh amount of places here. We had Nemo in there. Well, Nemo, I guess is in and out, but iceberg in there, Mocha, Cerulean, Shimmer, Up, usually not really a big Marbula one racer. Pinky Panther had their shot up there for a while. Um, Mallard, I guess Mallard's more mainstream. But you see all those other names, Mocha, Cerulean, Nemo, Shimmer. I mean, iceberg, I mean, those aren't, you wouldn't expect to see those in the top five. Right. And she's making that point. Like, like there is a good presence of, marbles that aren't usually top while you have wuspy, rapidly smoggy orange and all for a while for most of the race below and, and then eventually yellow eye below the top 10 and that's not characteristic of most times in marble sports but it's happening more and more frequently so this race supports that theory that mellow meadows was the beginning of the new era again like i said we will kind of see that when we get into marble league this year but I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't deny that other marbles are showing that they're capable. Iceberg, I mean, wonderful race. Mimo, same thing. Mm -hmm. Mocha, really a good job. Shimmer, also good. Cerulean, also good. In fact, the Kobolts have a chance to take, um, I mean, not an easy one, but they do have a chance of taking overall um, single place, single racing, single, what is it? Single team racing, single player racing victory championship. Single, you know what I'm saying, right? What? Single,
0: single, a, a, whatever. A, a
1: runaway victory. No, the single, or... the single bracer championship.
0: <laughs> oh, the individual, yeah, the individual, the individual, individual winner.
1: championship. Why I couldn't find it. He has a chance. <laughs> um, I will say, Orangers and crazy cat's Size, of course, again, are the only two who can actually win at this point. But look at the teams below. Cobalt is right there in third. Shining Swarms in eighth. Momo's in seventh. I mean, I mean, that's not that's not bad. Gliding Glaciers in 10th. I mean, it's still a little low. But, I mean, like I, I mean, it's not really the teams that are high. It's the teams that are low. Hazers, Midnight Wisps, Savage Speeders, all under 10. All clearly in the red here. Thunderbolts, also a veteran team that is down there. Unfortunately, Pinkies mm-hmm. is just last place again. But, I mean, Pinkies are Pinkies, Pinkies. But, I mean, to see those teams down there, I mean, you would expect Midnight Wisps to be in the top eight. You would expect Savage Speeders to be in the top five, and that's true. You would expect Hazers to be in the top five as well, honestly. You expect Thunderbolts to be in their usual about seventh or eighth place. I mean they're not there, they're not even close. And points wise they're not even close. When the top seven is is way above the bottom the ones below, ninety seven to eighty one, seven to eight. I mean that's that is a very uncharacteristic. Things are changing. Now um I don't know if they're changing now and if they will change, but I'm saying it looks like it's very possible, and that's what we should keep our eyes open to, and I think that's worth noting that's this it's basically the idea here
0: hmm. yeah, that's true like it's it's a very interesting. Staying, it's like we'll see how it goes. Like I'm just glad that it's not like oh the 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 crazy cat's eyes are already guaranteed to win. They're like, going to so win. There's
1: still there's no way they're going to lose to the Rangers here. We'll you'll see. It's eleven points. Red eye. It's
0: eleven points. It's eleven points. But though. red eye though. But um, what about the host curse, Brendan? Don't speak to me. Uh. <laughs> don't... You know, okay, Reddit, You know. He is going to say that next week because it's the finale. Oh, God
1: and damn you, Greg. You know it. Yeah, I do know you that. You know. Yeah, he will totally say it. In fact, if he doesn't say it, I'll be very surprised. Um, here's the thing. Let's yes. talk about standings. Oh, sorry, because we're actually running low on episode time, and I just hit my mic. Oh, really? um, so let's talk about standings so we can understand what's going on here now. Okay. Here's something I can say almost for sure. Red Eye will win the individual championship. The reason I say that is because um, all Red Eye Eye has to do is put up eight points to win the individual championship. That's easy. If you think Red Eye is going to get bottom half in the final race at their own course when Red Eye is by far the best racer ever in Marbula 1, you're out of your mind. I can see Red Eye being a top five racer next week. Okay? I I could actually say next week this time, too, because we're recording so early this time. (laughs) Yeah, highly. Um, But... I can see Red Eye winning that. Well, not winning the race. I mean like winning the individual championship. Clutter, Starry, Arab, Royal, I mean, it's just hard for me to see them really being good enough and Red Eye being bad enough to give them the chance to actually win. And I just don't and Origin again is not racing again, so I could see Red Eye easily overtaking um, and getting ninety-three points or more. So that's that's aside. Listen, obviously nothing's a guarantee, but man, my money's definitely very solidly in Red Eye. Okay, that's fine. But let's talk about, let's talk about the um, overalls. And this is where it's hard because Yellow Eye was a letdown. Yellow Eye made it really hard for Red Eye because now that it's not just they have to pick up 11 points. And they, if it was picking up 11 points next race, that's not that hard for Red Eye. The difficulty here is they have to be 11 points in separation over the O'Rangers. That's hard when, if the Rangers come out strong. Because all the Rangers have to do is basically be, even if Red Eye has the best race of his life, if the Rangers are not far behind, then they win, right? Because right. there's not that much of a difference. I will recommend, I guess, I, I will, pole position is three points. If there's a time to come out and get pole position, now's the time, Red Eye. If there is any time, To come out and put three points up. there, are three solid, important points a vital points. Now's the time. Because you know how much easier it is to pick up eight points over the O'Rangers than 11? Because if you only have to pick up eight, then you could be in first with them in fourth and win. If you have to pick up 11, you you have to be in first, and they have to be as far down as seventh, eighth. Right? So you need to pick up those three pole position points. If there's anything Red Eye should be really clawing for, (laughs) it's clawing, meow, cats. Um... It's that pole position, fastest lap. I find, um, obviously, in one sense, it's not, but I find it kind of RNG to be honest, because like sometimes fastest lap does not even go to anywhere near the best racer or the winning racer. It's just kind True. of like it's, who, it's whoever has a really good lap. I mean, it's a wonderful one point, but I mean, it's hard for me to say. Oh, make sure you get that, because I feel like that one's hard to kind of ensure. Because really—it's so hard out there when you're facing all the other marbles and focusing on where they're at. To to—I mean, sometimes it's even better not to have a fastest lap and just kind of really be solid on your defensive driving or something. So, I—I don't—I <laughs> don't really know about that one. But the pole position needs to be strong. I think if Red Eye picks up the pole position, it is a very very likely Crazy Cat's Eye win. If Red Eye cannot pick up that said pole position, then it's up in the air for the overall. I would like to see the Crazy Cat Size win because I want to see um, a Marble League team repeat champion, a consecutive repeat. I know Red Eyes done it. Um we did talk about how the Cobalt doesn't doesn't count. Showdown doesn't count as a championship. Um right, which again, I whatever, but we won't go into that. Um, Red but Red Number 3 does and but a team has not done this yet. Um, a real Marble League, bonafide Marble League, 16-millimeter team has not done this yet. I c- you know, I wish I said in that commentary that it was the first 16-millimeter marble to do it because that would have been based. But whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah, can't go change history. Hell, there will always be that one comment of a guy saying, oh, this commentary guy doesn't know his stuff, you know. Okay. For
0: the rest of the time. Yeah,
1: <laughs> whatever. But uh, I will say... A um, I would love to see it. I would be happy. I love the crazy cats guys in general. I'm a big cats guy, so this mm-hmm. is good. Um, uh, but it's gonna be a hard race. It's gonna be separation. Yeah. Red Eye has to be aware of where the orangers are at all times because that's going to affect how he races. Because he has to kind of do throw a lot of hail marys here in the final race. Because if he's cruising in first, let's say, and orangers are in second. It's not in Red Eye's best interest to just stay in first. When as the race gets comes to an end, Red Eye needs to do something weird, like drop back and start hitting the Arrangers marble around a little bit, just to try to cause maybe something, some delay that will allow a few passing marbles. Like and and like that strategy is always ill-advised, except for now, and except for I guess as good as red eye because normally you, you really don't want to put yourself in a position to lose places but red eye doesn't have any other choice first place is not good enough if the arrangers are right there so, I mean, I, listen, I would fall over dead and rate 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10. If we have a race where Red Eye and Rangers are at the top, Red Eye slows down, drops back, knocks the Arrangers away, makes them get delayed, loses a few places, and then crosses the line to win with enough points. I would I would literally freak out in my own home. That would be by far the best race I've ever seen in my life if, if, if that kind of course awareness was demonstrated and that situation occurred, that would be a by far like 11 out of 10. I don't even care what the course looks like. I <laughs> I would, that would be the coolest end to any Marbula one, to any race ever to see that kind of maneuver to um, ensure not just a win, but to ensure a points gap. Blow me away.
0: Yeah, I will that that would be kind of cool. Speaking of ratings, we didn't rate this track. Uh <laughs> it looks kind of cool, but some of the elements like the, the ghost portal it like was, like are kind of questionable and like make you scratch your head. And there's also the giant towers which again look cool, but like what are they really there for? The 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 lighting, the tunnel was nice, the bridges like siding was aesthetically pleasing. Uh the race I thought was good, but there's also a lot of oversights. Um uh, I also, okay, you know, I'm more positive, but I will say 8
1: out
0: of 10. All right. For me,
1: I don't like the choices made. I really like the course, and I liked the excitement of the course. I think the course is a solid one, too. The glass bridge and the tunnel are good features. They really round out the necessary features of the course. I think the course is well made. I think most of the things are used well. But again, I don't like how they do them all the muller corners, and I think the choices made for for the mini maniac situation was really, really bad, really bad. So this is as much as I want to give this one a nine out of ten, I'm giving this a five out of ten because I really do not appreciate how JMR handled that. Um, it really changed the outcome of it. Changed the outcome of this season. It did. Who knows where Orange In and Yellow Eye would have finished if that was a different situation? If they didn't have that issue.
0: You don't know. You could say you know, you don't. I said that that's I know, but that, that's I that I even said earlier, like, we don't even know if we've had a close race if it didn't happen. That's the thing. We don't we, like marbles roll differently every time. Yeah, I know, but yeah, these so so things be the same to spot.
1: be done appropriately. That was a bad decision. Given it a five out of ten. Um I think that it could have been very different. Um so but I will say props to Orangen for working his way up from like 17th all the way up to like 8th or something, wherever he finished. He did jump up a good 10 places, though, by the end of the race. And he was like he was like really far down at one point. And I will give him credit for that. And Yellow Eye did the opposite. He was chilling in like 7th and then pff, lost it all by the end. So well done, orangein if, if the crazy cat size lose this week, if Orangers come out on top, it is because of Origen's ability to see that to not give up and also to see that every point really did matter and he saw that and he made sure he clawed his way to a place that at least gave him enough of a gap well done Origen. Mm. um with that i'm done so waff. anything else if not take us out
0: um uh, i guess third place is something that's in contention still i mean like, i like Momo is statistically possible to get it, but I also kind of think I want Balls of Chaos to win it more because like, they've already shown that they've redeemed themselves right. from MX, but a lot of fans aren't going to really see it that way unless they're on that podium. So I kind of think that the Balls of Chaos should get that last podium spot just to say, yeah, definitively, we have made up for our MX performance.
1: And it's not even that hard for them to do that. It's th- three mean, points. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty e- it's pretty easy for the Balls of Chaos to stay ahead of Green Ducks and Momo. A little difficult for them to stay high to Galactic, but I trust in that because uh, Galactic is just going to get fifth. Galactic's in fifth. So they're, they're always going to get fifth. fifth. They're, they're, they want to stay there. I don't, yeah, I don't think Balls of Chaos has any worries there. So, And in Cobalts, I mean, if they can just really focus on the Cobalts, then I think they I think they can pull off third, and that would be wonderful because to see Balls of Chaos on the podium, we can say definitively that they are an improving team, a up-and-coming team. I know they've been a veteran team, but they've kind of been a – an undergrounder kind of team. So they're really improving. So something, I hit my mic again, something to really think about. So I'm excited for
0: them. I root for them here in the end. Mm. Agreed. But yeah, that's all I got. I really have. So I think we'll, we'll wrap it up here then. In that case, I mean,
1: that will do it, man. I'm excited for this coming week. Good luck yes. to the Crazy Cat Size. I, I'm hope I'm wishing for them. I will be watching this last race extremely close because I will re, I'll be rooting for the Cat Size and I'll be rooting for Ooh. the gap the the points gap finish of a lifetime. I really I really want to see I know it's 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 a lot to ask for that perfect kind of wonderful moment at the end where Cat Size is in first, sees that he needs to create a bigger gap with the Rangers and goes back and does something insane. But you know, if, if just something exciting where the cat's eyes can kind of push their way to the victory, uh, at, like Mount meag meow, meow or whatever it is, meowton. Um, that would just be that would be perfect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Walk, we'll take us up.
0: Oh, roll on, marble sports fans. <laughs>